Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's time for Guys of a Certain Age, the podcast that cares about you. Yes, you, the dear listener. Well, Maybe not. We don't even know who's listening. So, Robbie Copeland's in studio alongside Jay Reed. And via Nikolai Tesla's magical invention, remotely, Art Shirley. There you go. It was hard for Art to see you pointing yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the pointing towards I, the control board there. Yeah. I was hoping it would come I, through. I wasn't quite sure when the introduction was going to stop, so I had to. Uh, <laughs> kind of you're, you're just impressed. I said Nikolai Tesla correctly. At least I, I thought I you said E. Cola. <laughs> e. Cola. I thought you were forming, uh, referring to uh, you know stomach issues that yeah. have kept me from being in the studio. They're this is turning into an episode of Schoolhouse Rock. All the rhyming words. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. I was made here on Capitol Hill. I let loose a monster. Yeah. How many of those mm-hmm. can you guys do you remember and can you still sing along with? Lolly, lolly, Conjunction, lolly, junction. Get your adverbs here. here. Yeah. Father, son, and lolly, get your adverbs here. Wow. I'm just a bill. We did that one. Yeah. Conjunction, I just, junction. Uh, what's oh, your a function? noun is a person, place, or thing. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Good, 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 you, good. And you can good watch all these 11. on Disney, I think. I think you can. And I think somebody re they, there was an album where rock bands remade them a few years ago, yeah. if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. So it's that, been a while because Blind Melon, I think, did three as a magic number. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Blind Melon's down to two members, right? So, yeah, I think that's right. Maybe three. Yeah, maybe anyway. three. So all right, let's jump into some geeks of the week. Uh, Jay, you want to go first this time? I'll go first. You should go first. I should go first. So my geek is related to what I watched this morning as we record. The She-Hulk series began, and I did what I never do. I, I got up and watched it this morning before. <laughs> I, I haven't watched the whole episode yet. So I, I started, yeah, I thought it was great. And well, I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but I was, I was very impressed. And that also... Kind of leads to the Geek of the Week that I found uh, a day or so ago that She-Hulk has a Tinder profile. And oh, it's, wow. It's, it's for real. Now, I did not verify now, it. Uh, what are you and doing that's on... my story, and I'm sticking to it. What are you doing on Tinder there, Jay? This was from Geek Facts on Instagram. They said that uh, Disney set up a profile on Tinder for She-Hulk. And it is promotional when you read the little description, which is on the Instagram, not on my phone otherwise. Um, but... I mean, it's just a, it's just a uh, an advertisement. But my curiosity is, did they just put it in there, and people are going to randomly get matched to her as they swipe left or right or whatever you do with that, or is it like an I don't know? Does Tinder have ads? I don't even know. And does it pop up as an ad, or do, do people get matched and like, oh, well. This is interesting. My thinketh he doth protest too much. Uh. That's exactly what I was about to say. I said, you know, I kind of believed it didn't have a tender at first. And then it was like, you know, I thought the exact same expression, you know, the guilty dog barks most. Or yeah, yeah. I, I do not have one. My phone is up for inspection, mm-hmm. but uh, oh, I don't want to see your phone. But it, mm-hmm. it is funny. I mean, that, this got to be a first. Uh, it it for, probably is. For promotional purposes. Uh, well, what you, you liked uh, the first episode of I really did. I mean, I'm glad I went into it knowing it was supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, my expectations were you know level, um, but I really enjoyed it. There's, it's full of. I don't think this will spoil anything, but um, 
the Hulkbridge Banner is in most of this episode. It's kind of an origin story uh, for the most part. But um, I think it'll be fun. Who's your best friend? Yeah, I watched friend? it too. I watched it too. I thought it was really good. Um, who's your best friend? Spandex. Spandex. <laughs> so yeah. uh, Art, what did you think about it? I mean, you said you, you enjoyed it. I mean, I, I've, I've seen two-thirds of it. I think I've got 15 minutes left. Um, I like the tone a lot, and I thought Tatiana. I did too. I, I thought, it, yeah. Yeah. Maisley. May, yeah. Miss, anyway, uh, we'll butcher her name, I'm sure. Maybe we'll get it right next time when we actually do this, the show about it. But, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice change of pace. Um, I, I like the fact, I mean, not that they haven't done humorous things in the past or even some of the series they've had have certainly had moments of humor, but I liked the way they embraced it. We talked a little bit about the fourth wall earlier, and I think they make uh, take good uh, good advantage of, of yep. that technique. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I just I think it's I I hope that this isn't the only episode that we'll see uh, Bruce Banner on or the Smart Hulk on. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I don't think he's going to be a regular. But uh, he I like their their chemistry, their interaction between the two. But they, I think the whole set thing is set up pretty well. Or, or they didn't name the villain, did they? I Art? don't want to know anything else. Let's just stop. No, Let's they haven't. Stop. Yeah, so okay. we won't say anything more yeah. about it. Okay. Uh, I love the or smug Hulk. Yeah. You know, who yeah. calls himself yeah. Smart Hulk. Smart yeah. Hulk's more like it. And I've never read it. I'm well, we'll get into that when we do the show. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't have any comics to refer to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I do think Becky again has said this she's not watching it, which is one reason I went ahead and watched it today. But uh, I think she would enjoy it. I think it's one yeah. that uh that uh, she would enjoy. I was thinking the same thing. I need to get Melissa to watch it so that we'll be ready to watch it together next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may, may need to impose upon the wife to watch. So, well, Art, while you're yakking, tell us what your geek of the week be. Well, mine is about uh, another superhero show, one that I've mentioned before that I, I really like, Superman and Lois, which is on the CW. And the announcement that came uh, just recently that one of the actors who plays the uh, one of the twin sons, Superman and Lois, has the guy that plays Jonathan Kent, uh, Jordan Elsass, has decided not to return for the show's third season. Uh, he's citing personal reasons, but you haven't heard too much about that. He did post something earlier on Instagram about uh, dealing with some depression and some other mental health issues. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry that he's not coming back because I think the chemistry, the don- dynamic between the whole family was very good. Uh, he's the, the son that didn't have superpowers, uh, although he is playing Jonathan Kent, and Jonathan Kent is does have inherits his uh, father's powers in the comic book series. But um, but anyway, like I said, the dynamic was good. I really thought all the characters, the actors that played these characters, were very good on there. So I, I hate to see him go, but they have decided they will recast his part. So it's going to be another one of those Darren Stevens kind of things where. Mm-hmm. You know, third season in, all of a sudden we've got a completely different care, uh, actor playing the part. Um, you, and you, hopefully, hopefully, if he is having uh, some issues that have kept him from doing that, he'll get get those things uh, taken care of. And, and we wish him nothing but the best. But I am sorry to see that he won't be back. And you've enjoyed that. Uh, you've enjoyed that show pretty much consistently since the beginning. Right? I really have. I really have. Now, I know CW seems to have a, a track record of of getting two pretty good seasons before they just kind of fall apart. I think that's been true just about of every, of every show they've done, uh, you know, and, and to different degrees, they, they fall apart. But, uh, uh, so, so I'm hope I'm hopeful that's not going to happen in this upcoming season, but yeah, I, I think the two seasons they've had so far have been very strong. 
The uh, I haven't watched it since season one, but everything I've seen has been great. And the chemistry, like you said, with the family is mm-hmm. great. And I, I don't know that this might not, you know, what's what's his name? Tyler, how do you pronounce? Hoakland. Hoakland. Yeah. I, I, he's one of the strongest actors to play Superman. I think he really is, too. And I, you know, just and I've. I liked him okay when he made his appearances on Supergirl, but he—I I think that uh, he has certainly made the case for one of the one of the best guys to wear the cape, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Just really, really brings uh, a humanity to the role, and, and plays Clark Kent and Superman equally well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, all right, so I'm going to take the role of art here and play Death Watch host. Uh, we're going to stay in the DC universe. Um, I think we're moving to HBO Max Death Watch now, as yeah. uh, it was announced yesterday as we we're recording this that Young Justice would not be renewed. Um, if oh you, no! Yeah, so if you remember, that started over at Sci-Fi, bounced over to uh, where did it? It ended up at Net. Was it at Netflix for season three? Then HBO Max took it on for season four. Uh, I think it's the way it, 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 no, it started at Cartoon Network. I apologize. Cartoon Network. Then the unaired season three, I think is the way it worked out. Ended up on Netflix. Then HBO Max took it, did a season four. Um, and there was hope that a fifth season would come down the line. And uh, nada, nada, nada. No Young mm. Justice, which um, is one of, I think, one of the best pieces of, 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 of animation that, uh, DC has done to date. Um, I really, really liked young justice, but it's just another victim of the, of the HBO max Disney plus merger slash massacre that's happening. Um, yeah, so kind of one thing after another, I hate to hear that too. Cause I really enjoyed it as well. It was, uh, it had evolved. I mean, it really, I, I liked it when it started off, but boy, it had really, uh, evolved and had so many characters in it and so many different, uh, storylines going on but they handled them all well i thought well and uh i don't know if you guys have seen how much tbs is promoting titans now so titans is going to be airing on tbs i guess late night um but it's there's tbs front row which i don't know exactly what tbs front row is but titans is airing on tbs you know brought to you by tbs front row i mean Mm -hmm. You know, mm. not to be confused with TBS rut row, but um, so I'm just wondering if if Titans are going to survive this purge um, since they're bringing it to the uh, to a, a cable network. So um, just interesting to watch everything that's happening. Jay, what do you find out anything about TBS front row there? Is your yeah TBS and TNT have launched front row, a limited commercial programming hub, oh, and wow. a Friday movie block. So. Uh, can't tell if it's a, like a plus that you got to pay for if it's limited commercial maybe it's just a tv block i think maybe. it's just a tv block okay well um i'm it, it's going to be interesting to see if titan survives um on through i mean they survived deathstroke you know spoiler alert so let's see if they can survive disney stroke i mean not disney stroke discovery stroke so mm-hmm. um it looks like some other hbo max stuff is going to be on this front row as well uh flight attendant love life a couple of, they're yeah sending some of that early hbo max stuff over there so what does that mean does that mean another 
element in the Death Watch because they're they're well. Are they all, aren't they all owned? They're, by the they're, same? Yeah, yeah. TBS yeah. is corporately owned by Warner Brothers, or, uh, or now okay. what is it? HBO Discovery is now the combined yeah. company. AOL. So maybe what they're maybe what they're doing is trying to you know create some interest in. And maybe the idea that they're going on front row is a good thing because they're trying to create interest and see if people will will fall in love with the show and move on over to HBO Max or HBO Discovery, whatever it's going to become, um, you know, to watch it when the new releases come. So uh, hopefully that's not a bad thing. Either but, way, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Art. I was going to say, but it, it seems to be another nail in the coffin for the CW that the fact that it's not going there instead, it's going to TBS. So I would imagine anything they want to keep is going to end up on TBS as part of this, possibly part of this front row block and that CW is because they're trying to sell that off. Right. I believe so. I believe they're trying to, uh, to spin it off and get some money out of it. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's crazy, man. The, uh, the streaming wars, uh, in the words of Yoda, the streaming wars have begun. So, (laughs) um, so speaking of TBS, I, I saw how long do they have the rights for, the star Wars movies. I mean, because that seems to be all they're running when they don't have sports. Is- 25 for some reason sticks out to me. Wow. I want, you know, I think they've got it for a while, but maybe, and maybe I'm getting confused with the sec expansion, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I, I kind of think it's, I think they have it for a couple more years. Yeah. They TBS has got both Harry Potter and star Wars, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that's one of the reason right. Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series moves in and out of, um, T- HBO. Uh, HBO max is because yeah. of windows with, with TVS. So mm-hmm. anyway, all right. Uh, well, that'll wrap the first segment. So what are we going to talk about the second segment, guys? What do we decide? Sandman. Sandman. We're going to go to sleep and wake up into the dreaming up next. And we are wide awake in the studio. We're going to talk Nocturne. Uh, what was, uh, oh man, I can't remember what the, the first series of Sandman was. Uh, when when Neil Gaiman came out with Sandman, DC, then later Vertigo, which is one of the imprints, each of the six or 12 episode arcs had a particular name. And uh, there was Nocturne Expression. Overture, but I think that was a prequel. Yeah, uh, Doll's House was one, um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there nor yonder. We're going to talk Sandman, um, which has been tearing up the uh, the the charts on Netflix no uh, around the world. So um, it's like the number one show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and not just in America. You know, and you know they a variety of countries. It's Netflix's number one show and it mm. may be the most streamed TV series series that they've had yet for, really? for a debut. I, who knows? I may have dreamt that up. I <laughs> uh, see what I did there to see what I did there. So, um, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk the, uh, the limited series, 10 episodes that we've all finished watching it. Even Jay, I think Jay actually may have finished it first. <laughs> well, it depends on what time, Y'all finished it. <laughs> I finished it at about twelve thirty this morning. Well, no, I finished oh. it about nine thirty last night. Okay, so. you got ahead of me. I actually finished it first. I finished yeah. it mid afternoon yesterday. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. Now, had either of you guys? Well, I don't know. You might have read the. Had have either had either of you guys read Sandman before the series? I had not. No, uh, I, th- I saw that I could. I actually could read it on DC Universe if I want to. So I may go back and read uh, this some of the series. Uh, some of the uh, issues from that. Um, but, uh, and I, cause I think I've got the series that the, 
that was primarily used for for this show or was it for multiple series it was from the first two series if i recall correctly so i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna do a little uh um little googleage there so While you're googling I, I haven't read the comics although i did look on see what a comicsology subscription would cost just to see if i could some compare some notes but i did listen to most of the episodes of the podcast that neil gaiman yeah. did on so i had some i did have some background but it was more story than than visual yeah um so initial reactions from both of you what what about you Art? what do you think um you know I can't say that I enjoyed it because to me it was so dark. I appreciate it for what it was kind of like when I saw uh, like platoon or Stofi's choice or one that one of those movies that, you know, is very important, very well done, very well acted, produced and all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, so much of it was just so dark that I was going, oh, just, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to get through episodes. Now, spoiler alert. I felt like I loved the way everything resolved. There were some things, some, shows some particular episodes that I really, really liked some moments that I really, really liked. So, uh, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I don't know that it's necessarily, you know, my cup of tea. What about you, Jay? I liked it for the most part. And I would say a lot of the same things as far as how it was, you know, filmed and the characters, because I had no expectation of what they looked like in the comics or who they were. Then, you know, I didn't have a lot to compare to what I have read says that they did a pretty good job, but, um, I thought it was a well done series. There was, and like Art said, it was it was kind of dark. I, if they do a season two, I'll watch it. Um, there's some elements of it though. I'm curious about is were they comic book faithful or was it streaming service? Let's push the envelope a little bit with some of the, you know, just the the language and uh, that kind of not the language so much, but the relationships. <laughs> put it that way. I. It's been 15, 20 years since I've read it, and I've, I've ordered um, the first couple volumes to get back in. Um, they watered it down on Netflix. Really? The diner episode. Uh-huh. I read that that was much yeah. calmer than... Much, much calmer. Um, some of the serial killer stuff, you know, obviously spoilers. Excuse me, the collectors. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was that was somewhat watered down. Wow. Um, but it yeah, was, I'm saying wow too, Jay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because the diner thing. The diner, after the diner episode, I was almost like, and it kind of reminded me, Rob. You remember when we went to see Sin City? Yes. And of course, that's made up of different vignettes, and there's that one vignette that has, uh, um, gosh, it's was it's it, a, it was Elijah, Elijah Wood? Elijah Wood, yeah, 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 uh, was in it, and uh, and it was just like, oh man, this is so disturbing. You know, and and you watch it and you appreciate it for what it is, but it's like I don't know if I want to revisit that world again. Yeah, and so I was kind of like that after seeing the Donner episode. But I will say that uh, the way things resolved, I thought were good. Yeah, um, I, I I thought it was incredibly faithful to the books as I remember them, and mm-hmm. there was nothing that stuck out to me like, oh wow, they really kind of messed that up. Um, Dream's voice, Tom Strudich did a great job mm-hmm. as Morpheus. Um, mm-hmm. I always imagined his voice to be a little bit more baritone, um, but you know that is what it is. Um, and you know the premise of the of the series, if you haven't watched it yet, is uh, there are seven um, seven. They're called the Endless Seven personifications of of uh, humanity. There's death. There's dream. Destiny. Desire. Despair. 
Um, and I'm missing the other two destruction. Who's the prodigal. And, um, there's always one I can never remember. starts with a D. It starts with a D. That's right. Thank you, Jay. Um, but each of them have their own little area that they rule over. So Morpheus dream, the Sandman, he is uh, king of the, uh, of the endless. And so he's the guy keeping all dreams going to keep humanity in, 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 in happiness, I guess. And so he's created great dreams. He's created nightmares. And, um, you know, it, the whole, the whole series sets up by, he is, um, he is captured in the early 20th century and is in, uh, captivity for a hundred years. And so things run amok. And so the first half of, um, of the series is Sandman making things right again. And then the second half is, uh, some adapted stories. They, they pretty much took the first 14 books and I think book 16, um, issues, I should say, not books to make, um, to make the series. Neil Gaiman, who created the character, um, is heavily involved creatively. I, he's not a showrunner, but he's an executive producer and a producer. He's written a bunch of it. And, um, so they did some casting changes. Uh, uh, Lucian, uh, they, they flipped to a female character, uh, death. I thought the actress who played death was fabulous. I liked her too. She was Caucasian mm-hmm. in the, in the comic book. I love what they did with her. Um, so, but anyway, just incredibly faithful. The Corinthian. Oh man. The guy who played the Corinthian was fabulous. And who was that? I've seen him in some stuff before. Oh. I didn't recognize him. I mean, I don't know of anything else that I've seen him in. I'm going to pull up IMDb. Uh, I will tell you probably my favorite actress actor of this is the actress who plays Rose Walker. Um, she, I thought she was good, was phenomenal. Um, Boyd Holbrook was the Corinthian. Okay. And uh, boy, was he creepy. So Yeah, yeah. he was. He was in Logan, The Predator, The Host. Okay. Um, Vengeance, The Premise, Beckett. Uh, I don't recognize any of the things. I mean, I, I wouldn't have known him in anything else. But that, that could be a breakout role for him because, mm-hmm. man, he's just, just fabulous. So Delirium, I think. Was that the Delirium's one? the one I'm missing. I always miss Delirium. So. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think that, uh, uh, the actress that played Rose Walker was good. I loved the little kid that played her brother. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, he was great that, too. Yeah. I mean, he looked, I, he I, got very, I was he... very concerned for his safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, I mean, there were multiple times I'm going, Oh, please, man, don't let him have anything to skid. But, um, I, like I said, as dark as it got, I felt like it, it resolved itself very well. I mean, you know, not some kind of real happy ending because there were a lot of things that were that were you know kind of tragic toward the end but for the most part you know there were some most things were good and you, you saw the evolution of uh, of morpheus which was nice I, my one of my favorite episodes and, and character things was the guy that you know uh he made the deal with death to let him live forever yeah yes that and was cool Hob i thought that yeah yeah i thought that really was was a deep it's a neat story. So in the comic books, there's a little side, uh, a side venture where uh, Morpheus uh, tells William Shakespeare, basically it's Midsummer's Night Dream, which is based upon 
an actual event that happened to Morpheus. And that's how. Oh, okay. That's how he gets his breakout. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. there's a, that, that's a lot of fun. It becomes a story within a story. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so you, you see Midsummer's night dream as Morpheus experienced it, you know, Mm -hmm. ever how many eons before. So, which is, which is really good. Um, uh, what about uh, Christine? Um, oh, what's her face? Who, uh, Christine, who played Lucifer, Bright Star. Um, yeah, I thought she was great. Morning Star. Yeah, Morning Star. What's her last name? I didn't know her either. Oh, she's from Game of Thrones. Oh, she's okay. from Game of Thrones. She was also uh, Captain Phasma from. Uh, yeah, from uh, the, uh, Rise of Skywalker. The, yeah. Oh wow! Underused, underused, and of course she never took her helmet off, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but you she's great. Scum. Gwendolyn, I think it's Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie is what it is. Thank you so yeah. much for rescuing me yet um, again, Mister. That was Shirt. definitely a, a, mm. a, a nice or an interesting flip of character that you wouldn't have expected. Mm. Yeah, because I, I mean, because her her face looks very angelic. Of course, uh-huh. she is a fallen angel, but you know, it's like it's not who you particularly picture. But that whole thing was, and again, some of those things I thought. I mean, talk, you know, am I going to watch a second season? Yeah, I think I'd have to because I want to see what happens. Next, I mean, uh-huh. those were things that were left set up for a possible second season. Is is what's going on? And was uh, she in, her in the comics? I believe. I don't think so. Well, oh, she no, was. I can't remember. I don't yeah. remember. I don't them. think she was based on what I read. Probably not when it was written. And then, uh, jo- uh, Joanna Coleman was originally John. I mean, jo- Joanna Coleman. Joanna <laughs> Constantine. Constantine was originally uh, John uh, Constantine. Now is that the same John Constantine yes. from the other? From Hell, it is okay. From, from Hellblazer, yes. Yeah. And, and so uh, John Constantine originally showed in Swamp Thing, I okay. believe, and then he was kind of a little used player. Gaiman brought him into um, Sandman, then that kind of launched him. And so Joanna Constantine is also a character in Sandman. So that's John. Yeah, I, I saw that she sister. was. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know if maybe you, uh, there was. You know, they brought in that Johanna from like the the flashback. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was reading somewhere that, that John was a relative, a descendant of Johanna. They just kind of brought Johanna in and, and gotcha. made her the, the, the main character this time. But I, I would love to see more stuff with her. Um, you know, there there is a dramatic arc later in the books, if I remember correctly, where Lucifer gets vengeance or tries to get vengeance on Dream. Um so it, it's 75, um, 75 comics to, to go back and, and, and kind of mine. And one of the things, Art, that you'll find interesting, in, and you see it in the comic books, but you don't see it in the limited series. Um, you remember the pre-DC Sandman, which was a guy in a mask yes, who, who uh-huh. went around with, with sand. So the and had an hourglass logo on his chest, just like... <laughs> that that's oh, just like, like Jed. Jed, just like Jed, and so that uh-huh. was that was retconned in DC that when Morpheus ended up being captured, there was a guy who had this dream to become the Sandman to try to rectify the wrongs, and so he was trying to take the place mm-hmm. of Morpheus subconsciously, and that's how he became the Sandman, as you know from the from the old DC universe. So um, there was a there was a series that Piers Anthony wrote in the early. 80s, I believe it was called the Incarnations of Immortality, and On a Pale Horse was the first was the first um, book, and its concept was that a lot of some of these same characters, death, war. There's not a war in in, in Neil Gaiman's universe. 
um, but they're personifications of, of primal forces. And um, so death was actually a person and a completely different looking person than, than what you had in Sandman. But I've Ooh. always felt that there was maybe a little borrowing from, from Piers Anthony's incarnation series, okay, yeah. you know, uh, because it's kind of the same conceit that you've got this personification in the, in the Piers Anthony series. Uh, those offices can be changed. People, people can become death or, oh, okay. or fate or whatnot. Uh, the, the three, uh, the three faces of fate was, you know, I was glad they brought those in. Um, mm-hmm. so, but anyway, what was the, what was the creepiest part for you guys? Uh, the diner part was the creepiest yeah. part for me. Yeah. I think so. The, uh, the, uh, collector convention was, that was kind of, I mean, disturbing. that was, that was there the close that. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. When, uh, fun land is, trying to help Jed. I was like, Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I thought it was interesting that they, um, as they were setting up the convention, they met in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. I wondered about mm-hmm. that. If there was a significance to that. Not that Just I know of, random. but, but uh, anyway, cause I mean, what, cause you, when you watch, uh, been watching for all mankind and they keep talking about Huntsville, then all of a sudden Huntsville appears on the yeah. Sandman. I'm like, what? It's in, it's in the middle of everything. So I'm looking through the cast list and Jenna Coleman played Constantine, which I guess is where I got the Coleman. And of course I'm just a fan of hers from when she was in Dr. Who and in, in Victoria, uh, very different part than I've seen her play before, but uh, she was she good. Did well, but, I'd like to see more of her in the uh-huh. season two. I'd love but to But did see. y'all realize who did the voice for Mervyn Pumpkinhead? Y'all may have. No. Uh, no. Mark Hamill. Oh, uh, I read that, but uh, I didn't associate it when I was watching it. Okay. Yeah. And, and Pat, yeah. o, Pat Oswalt as, um, as Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, right. I recognized Matthew his Crow. voice, but he I, did I didn't great. get Mark's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course it was Mark. It sounded like the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying he's still doing that voice. He says he can't do it for the Joker, but he can do it for... Uh, can, yeah, for his buddy. For the other episode. characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I thought was really neat in, was how the elements were explained, like when Morpheus would talk to to Galt or to the Corinthian and was saying, you know, they wanted to do one thing, and he said, well, your purpose, the reason that you've been created is to reflect this or to show that, um, you know, and it wasn't like a nightmare was completely bad. There was, there was a reason for it, you know, for humanity. Whereas normally if you think about a nightmare, you think, well, that's, that's bad. Why would you want to have that? But I thought that was kind of cool the way, I mean, it's obviously it's a comic, but the way things were explained were more neutral than, yeah. than good or bad, but sure. just everything kind of had a purpose. I loved Fiddler's yeah. Green I was character. Gonna, I was going to ask you what you guys thought about Fiddler's Green. I liked him too, yeah. And when he showed up and and gave the ride to Rose, my thought was, I hope he doesn't turn out to be a bad guy. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. this is not a bad thing. And he did turn out to be, you know, part of the dreaming, but in a very, very good way. Kind of reminded me of one of my English professors, just in the, in the look and the, you know, reading all the time, that sort of, intellectual uh aspects so that I, I really he was one of my favorites yeah and they really had a lot of really good actors playing parts that you know you, they weren't necessarily on the screen for a, a long time but you know they very had significant roles and just really went to some 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 big names i thought yeah like charles dance i mean would yeah. you see him one episode or two maybe uh uh-huh. yeah yeah, of course. Now, his- now, Jeffrey Wright was not in this, right? <laughs> nah, not that we he know He was of. on Live with Kelly and uh, Was Ryan he Azazel? Was he the voice of Azazel? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So um, so would you guys watch a second season? Oh, yeah. 
I would watch a second season, and I almost feel like I need to watch this one again because there was so much going on. I think what I'll do instead is probably read the comic books and see, you know, while it's still fresh and see kind of what they changed and what didn't change. But, but yeah, I definitely watch a second season of it. Another actor that I really enjoy, and I can't remember his name, but the one that played John, that you know was also, you know, he he uh, turned out to be very very dark. But I know him from Harry Potter. David Thewles. Where he was, yeah, where yeah. he was yeah. very jovial and, and fun and um, you well, know, quite a stark difference there. Well, he was yeah. in, uh, what was the HBO Max series? That's uh, what I just watched. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, uh, the Garden? The, gar- the Garden Keepers? Garden Keepers, that's maybe right. Something yeah. like that. He With and Elizabeth Coleman were in there. Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Gosh. Yeah. So uh, he's a fabulous actor. Fabulous actor. He is, but yeah, that was a great. Did you watch that series, Robin? Uh, I think we tried to get into it and kind of. It, we loved it. We thought it was. Four. We thought it was great. We yeah. really thought it was great. Yeah, uh, very, very different storytelling style. And uh, you know, speaking of John's arc, he becomes in the comp in 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 Sandman. He's Doctor Destiny. Hmm. So that's who he becomes. And uh, so, what you the. The lady he gave the amulet to, he he um, caught the right from Ted Lasso. From Ted Lasso, <laughs> I, she did yes, great. Yes. She really did good. Yeah, I, I I couldn't place her. Then it's like ah, oh, she was oh, the doctor. As soon as I saw her, and she was, I was like, oh no, no but American accent yeah. this time. Yeah, she yeah. did great. So she should have stayed in, in London. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, so you, you both would recommend it. You one would rewatch it, one would read the comic books. I'm sure Neil would appreciate you buying the comic books art, you know, instead yeah. of just you know pennies or fractions of the pennies on DC Universe. Sorry, uh, Neil. Yeah, that's the way it goes. <laughs> so sorry, Mr. Gaiman. But you know, uh, you know, Neil Gaiman. He's this has <laughs> been kind of uh, you know he had American Gods finally adapted. It was on Stars. Sandman's made it. Um, uh, Good Omens. He and Neil Pratchett did Good Omens. So I mean, Neil Gaiman's kind of come into his own in the past. Having a really good look here. Yeah, he's just a great comic book. Forget that. He's a great creative. Period. So Mm -hmm. um, I like his voice too. I mean, he just he has a a good audio, you know, radio kind of voice. Yeah, he's kind of up there with with kind of Frank Miller in that you would probably and a few others. I mean, John Byrne, Chris Claremont. That if you saw um, John Michael Bendis, I guess would be the guy now. If you saw his name, you would buy it. You would buy the title based upon his name, not necessarily what he was what he was creating. So, um, so neither one of you guys have seen the. Uh, I've read the books, but so many of the frames were taken directly from the comic book. It was mm-hmm. heavily heavily influenced. Um, and that might be a good episode for another time where we talk about, I mean, going back to Sin City with Frank Miller, uh, 300, a variety of things. I mean, Sweet Tooth. Yeah. I mean, are you Watchmen, I think is one of the yes, ones that up yes. until the very end anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, are you, how creative are you if you're just block stock and barrel adapting what the artist, um, created on the page and you're just recreating in camera but that's another story for another time so all right guys thanks for joining us we usher you off to the dreaming with a hearty recommendation for sandman and we will see you next week